1: This is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech and Future Tech Health Podcast. I have Santiago Villamo. He's an elite and certified strength and conditioning specialist with years of experience in orthopedic and sports rehab, sports performance, and you know, with the fitness industry in general. Uh, he graduated from University of Florida with a master's in physical therapy and a bachelor's in exercise physiology, minor in nutrition, and his mission is to empower individuals to take charge of their health and inspire the athlete in everyone, which is a pretty cool mission. So yeah, yeah, that's Diego. Thanks for coming.
2: No problem, man. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure.
1: So in inspiring the athlete and everybody. What do you have some people that are, let's say older or in, in really, really poor condition that look at you with a, an upturned eyebrow. When you say that.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, for the most part. Well, um, I'm a strength coach for about over 20 years, but I've been a physical therapist for about 16. So I, that's where it kind of comes from. I kind of bridge the gap between rehabilitation and getting you out of pain to getting you back to doing the things that you love. And, um, that's kind of, that's basically where that comes from a lot of people in the health, especially in the healthcare field, they're told all the time that they can't by doctors, by all these different people. Don't do this. Don't do that again. Oh, you'll never run again. It's bad for your knees. You know, you name it. Um, I hear it all. So that's my mission, to inspire the athlete and everybody everybody again, so they can believe in themselves and trust their bodies and regain strength and and, and, and have a long, 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 functional life. That's the main thing.
1: Yeah. Do you you think that um, anyone is too far gone or even people that are like just really, really, you know, they can't walk straight, they're in wheelchairs, they're just, you know, a mess, they're older, maybe they're 70. Do you think that even those kind of people can – significantly improve their their health and their mobility
2: I think anybody that has the right mindset can accomplish anything that they want you know so you know as a strength coach it used to be all about performance and regaining strength and power and agility and things like that as a physical therapist you're you're you have to think and figure out how do I get this person that was walking yesterday and and all of a sudden they're a quadriplegic and how do they function in life you know um, so In my career, it's really all mindset and and you know, you can have the 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 severely injured person that ends up believing that they can accomplish a triathlon, for example, and then they accomplish it. Or some of our wounded warriors that, you know, you know, get body parts that get blown up, but they still accomplish amazing feats because their mindset is different than let's say the person that doesn't believe that they're gonna get any better, then basically that's what they get. You know, they, they, they lose function, they get weaker they get on medications and and, then that's it. And then it's the beginning of the end, basically, right. They don't have a very um, uh, let's just say fulfilling quality of life um, because they don't, they don't believe in themselves. So to me, the human body is amazing. And as long as you treat it and challenge it a little bit and stress it enough with the, it'll adapt and it'll adapt to whatever condition you, you put it, you know, uh, you put towards it. So um, that's what's beautiful about our body you know that we think that we're this person that we see in the mirror but really we're just a blob of cells man just <laughs> walking around you know it's just an ecosystem that, that just requires the right amount of environment and stimulus to to adapt to something you know and um and, and there's like the saying goes if you lose it if you don't use it you lose it but if you do something then your body will will respond accordingly
1: so um what what do you believe is is there a single most important aspect of someone regaining their health or maintaining their health you know, like I remember Pavel Tsatsouline you know he's big into the kettlebells the Russian yeah. kettlebells he was like strength without strength there's nothing you know right. do you have something like that or what's the pyramid or you know what's the base of good health or improving your health what are the elements or element
2: for me when it comes to health is is the right dosage of many things right so it's not a very specific diet. It's, it's whatever works for your body. Or when it comes to strength, yes, you need a certain amount of strength. But for what? You know, If you're going to be a powerlifter, yeah, you're going to need to work on powerlifting strength. But if you just want to be able to go out with your friends and dance at an old age, then that's totally different. So it's all about um, specificity of training, per se, and, and providing the proper dosage of exercise or, or nutrition or whatever to live the life that you want to live and you can change at any time. That's what's awesome about being a human. If you decide that you want to become a runner or well, you just need to train yourself to become a runner and you can become one. Or if you want to go into do more CrossFit or strength and conditioning, then you can also do that, you know, but you just need to allow the body to adapt and not think that is going to happen overnight. So it's all about consistency and, and tissue adaptation, that's something that I teach a lot of my athletes and a lot of my uh, clients, because they, they think that it, they're supposed to just get it overnight. And the harder they push, the better, but ultimately you end up irritating a tissue or you end up with an injury uh, if you don't do it properly. Um, so really it's all about, you know, the, the proper amount for whatever it is that you want to accomplish and allowing your body to adapt.
1: So what kind of people do you work with? Do you work more with athletes or has that changed and now you work with a different segment of the population?
2: Yeah, it's actually changed several. Yeah, so um, I work with athletes, runners, and now I'm getting a lot of people, uh, especially women with autoimmune issues and people that are in chronic pain. Um, Because ever since I started my career as a physical therapist from the beginning, probably a year out, I wasn't getting the results that I, that I was expecting or that my patients were expecting. So I started looking at things outside the box. And I basically just jumped into a rabbit hole of, of let's just say, non-evidence-based practice, you know, as most people will see it um, because it's not in a journal. And it was all driven by results. And um, in the sports industry, uh, you know, we're, we're more concerned with the performance aspect and the recovery and the quick recovery. So sometimes you don't have time to, let's say, read all sorts of journal articles. It's just you just go with things at work and get the least the results. So I started transitioning that over to just my general um, orthopedic people. Um, and eventually led me to um, these little discs that um, Dr. Hoff uh, invented. Uh, and they've been out for about four years now. And it's like frequency medicine. And to me, it's the, 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 the future of medicine because it's how our nervous system actually functions. And how it works so i've gone from like helping optimize athletes to treating females that have autoimmune issues or kids with autoimmune issues that nobody seems to be able to help unless it's for medicines um, and it's is just you know it's, it's been pretty amazing you know or, or people with parkinson's who were told they were stuck with parkinson's forever um and just the other day i had a one of one of my clients tell me she was like i feel like a real person you know yeah, I think we, I think we almost busted out crying just because it was you know a simple little statement like that. But it's just amazing to be able to help people in that way. So right now yeah, I help anybody that's, really cool. that's yeah. Right now I just help anybody that that comes uh, through my doors or gets referred or you know anything like that. So it's, my scope is cool. pretty broad right now because of uh, going outside the box earlier in my career.
1: So what are some of the important elements of? You know, let's say you're you know you haven't worked out in a while, years, mm-hmm. maybe even decades, and you want to get started again. <clears throat> you know, it seems like a lot of people get started way too hard, way too fast, and then they hurt themselves and they just say, "I forget it," you know, or it's too hard and they give up. What uh, What are some of your first recommendations or things you do with, let's say, you know, again, you have a woman that uh, maybe it's been a while and she's not feeling well, and you know, how do you start her off?
2: We we a lot of education. So our first is just. Mindset, belief in themselves. Um, when people are, are in, a, in an emotional state that um, they're not thinking clearly, um, or there's no belief, then it's it's difficult for them to even see the end goal. So at first, we just start uh, with, with really simple tasks. You know, like getting up at a good time and drinking water, and then just going for a simple little pain-free walk, um, getting some sunshine in the morning. You know, just sun gaze. Mm-hmm. Um, doing things like being grateful every morning and saying things you're grateful for. Um, So just that just shifting the mind allows them to start believing that they can accomplish anything. So then comes like, let's say the interview, if if somebody says, okay, I want to be able to do a five K. So I look, a lot of people are like, okay, let's do the couch potato to five K in you know, eight to 12 weeks. I'm more like, let's look at next year, you know, because I want to make, especially if they, have not been doing anything like you said, and they've let themselves themselves go. Um, we really just start with with very simple tasks, um, such as walking or um, more being consistent with. Let's say if they work at a desk, get up from your desk every 20 minutes. Um, if you're watching TV during commercial breaks, give me 20 squats or 20 sit to stands. I call them because they just do them. They think of them a little bit differently um and then one like you you uh, mentioned pavel sometimes that that something that i'm really big on is telling people that eventually they need to be able to get up from the floor efficiently and smoothly like a ninja right so that's the ultimate goal with not any effort without any grunting so you know i follow i don't follow very specific principles because to me every human is completely different uh their movement background is different Their nutrition's background is different the the way they perceive movement is different so everybody's very individualized so um it's very difficult for me to kind of say these are my parameters or just because i treat everybody uh individually um and and you know, that's why that's why i get good results because it's it's the it's the ability to listen to the person and really hear them out and what where they want to go with their health or their fitness and and giving them not what i think they need but giving them what they believe they're going to be able to get so it's like giving them the promise yeah, sure yeah, instead of focusing so much on process, I keep them fo- uh, focused more on like the promise of, and they'll get there, you know, then then they don't mind that, you know, they, they stop comparing themselves to the the CrossFitter that, but he just did, you know, 220 pounds. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. That's not you. You know what I mean? They've been doing that for 20 years. You know, you, we just started, you know? Um, and let's yeah. just say they never even played a sport. So it's like a totally different body, you know? So that's, that's the important thing is seeking somebody out, like understanding that it's not fitness isn't just, Go ahead and go like you said and go hard it's finding somebody that will take the time to see where you're at and and prep your body accordingly so it can adapt without the the fear injury or irritating because a lot of people lose interest in fitness one because they try to do something that a friend told them to do but they really don't like it you know so they're not going to be compliant or they, they do too much too soon and then something hurts. And then they're like, oh yeah, this is hurting me. I'm not going to do it again. So then they go back to being, you know, unfit, you know, so, so it's, it's finding something simple at first. I I follow the KISS principle, keep it simple, Santi, you know, if it's a senior, I'll say, keep it simple, senior.
1: (laughs) Right. I gotcha. What, um, is there any guideline for someone's age? Therefore it'll take this amount of time to, you know, get to a, a, a state where they can be functional or if someone hasn't worked out for five years on average, how long will it take them to get to a good state again? Like, is there any, any rules of thumb on how long it takes?
2: What, what I usually go by is how they tell me they're feeling after we do certain things. So I, if they're like, Oh, I had a lot of pain. We go into like, well, what type of pain, you know? Cause sometimes they've been in pain for a long time. Let's say it's a, it's a, somebody that, that gets in for chronic pain and they all they know is pain or like somebody with fibromyalgia so they have a different perception of pain so as we get into movement then um it's more of like okay how would, what kind of pain is it like muscle soreness because they might not know that to them anything any sensation to them is just pain and it's is not good for them but then we just break down what what pain is really telling them and then once they they have an understanding then 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 they're fine because then they understand okay at, after you did your exercise or after you did your walking or whatever, this, I'm experiencing muscle soreness and that's totally fine, right? Yes. Or if it's more of a stiffness than in their joints and now they'll say, well, maybe you lifted too much. So maybe we need to back off. So it's, it's really more of, I, I go with pain and how they're feeling. And then also when doing the workout together, I'm very particular in how their movements. So I'm I have a keen eye in whether they're moving efficiently or they're compensating in some way. So I just back it off in some way, whether it's weight wise or whether it's, if we're doing squats, how high they're they're getting the butt down, or if it's a pace with the runner, we just kind of move around those little parameters. So that way they feel good during the movement instead of feeling like they're being strained, especially in the beginning. Once, once let's say six to eight weeks is usually how long it takes a body to adapt to like a new, Uh, regimen of fitness or health then at that point you can start pushing it a little bit more Um, but the the guidelines are still the same you know is it muscle soreness or is it something's not right or the the physical therapist or the strength coach or whoever has to have a keen eye in what how their their movement is and whether it's it's being it's a strained and compensated movement or something that just flows Um, whenever you watch any professional athletes or anything like that you you see them move and it just they just flow right like how the heck did they do that doesn't mean that the amateur can do it but they will be able to if, if they slowly you know progress themselves um,
1: well even even within professional athletes I mean what people don't see and what I think happens is a lot of them like destroy their bodies absolutely forming at that level and no one sees them broken and in pain themselves years later exactly and so I think it gives people a really unrealistic idea of what's
2: possible. Absolutely, and and a lot of people compare themselves to that. You know, they see something and they're like, "Oh, I want to be able to do that," and then they they go they go balls to the wall. You know, they just go hard, and it's like, man, those guys, you know, they had a gymnastics background, and then they joined CrossFit so they can do all these things much more fluid than you, who maybe never worked out, and you know, were, your your sport was like, let's say band practice. You know, like that's the the the, the way you moved your body. You never really played a sport. But then you're in your thirties and your forties and you're like, man, I'm, I don't, I'm getting fat. I don't look how I'm looking. Let me, let me get fit. And then they start, you know, joining all these different gyms or they go too hard. You know, they, they they'll look something up and they're like, I'm going to go, go with this. And at first it might feel good. But again, what I notice is that I get a lot of people coming in six to eight weeks within their program, you know, uh, when you should be ramping up strength or pace or whatever it is, uh, you're, you're going to be increasing because they started so fast, the body was adapting. Eventually it just ran out of way to compensate. And then that's when you start feeling the hip or the knee or the neck pain, you know? So that's what a lot, that's what people don't recognize that it, they, they need to start with, you know, I guess the boring stuff in the beginning, but there's ways to make it challenging. You just have to um, think as a professional on how to, how to make it fun, how to make it task oriented and, and think Who you have in front of you, rather than just looking at the program. You know, so that that I think a lot of people focus too much on the piece of paper, on 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 the programming aspect of it, um, and 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 trying to fit the person to the program, rather than creating a program for the person as they go. You know, because some sometimes stress can affect the way you move. You know, you had an amazing workout the week before, then you got into a fight with your wife, and then you you had a hard you know, work week, and then you didn't eat right. And then you drank with your friends, because you were traveling, then you got back, and then you started to work out. Well, at that point, your body has been under stress, and you're trying to hit it hard again, well, the tissue is going to be like, well, I'm, I'm not ready for this, you know, you don't have the proper energy systems and things like that. And then the tissue breaks down, you know, but you don't, you might not feel it right then and there. But that's where the where something began that you might feel four weeks later, right? That's um, a little ache or, or, or sharp pain in your knee or something like that. So there's a lot of factors that 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 people have to take into consideration.
1: Well, one important question I have is, and this is also for me too. Yeah. How do you find not just your run-of-the-mill personal trainer that's like sitting there texting while you're doing their standard workout, and you know they they they're thinking like, oh, if my client's not sore, they're not going to want to use me again, and you know, like, the, how do you find someone really good? How do you find your your trainer? <clears throat> I mean, what do they even call? Do they call the personal trainer? How do you find someone that knows about working out and they know about personalization and they care and they know about the physical therapy aspect of it and they care about your pain. And they're, they're not just like some schlep that does like a standard program, you know?
2: Exactly. The, the key with that is, you know, with anything that, not, not just personal training or physical therapists or a strength coach or a doctor, or like whenever I speak with any of my clients, um, you know, they're paying the money and yes, you might be thinking of that person as an expert that's going to help you, but you, 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 need to feel that they're listening to you. You need to, you need to have this gut feeling of like, they have my, my, the best interest, you know, my best interest, not just, oh, how many sessions, you know, there's a lot of times they're just trying to sell you on their sessions or sell you on their plan of care or sell you on all these things on the testosterone injections, or they're trying to sell you in all these different things. Um, you know, anything that, that promises quick fix, it, you know that's where you should. That's the number one red flag. When somebody's like, "All right, in six week program, you're gonna lose this weight and you're gonna get this much strength," you may, but it might not be the healthiest way. You know, so it's it will be results driven, not longevity, right? Or resilient body driven. You know, you might get a result short term, but then later on, you, you you know you're you're not where you needed to be because all you did was just stress your body to get a result. So. Whenever you seek somebody out there, just make sure that um, you interview them. You know, uh, see, see what their philosophy is. Um, don't just sit there and listen to what they're telling you. They need to be doing a lot more of the listening. And that's to me, is going to be the, the proper either the healthcare professional or proper trainer. Somebody that's going to be more in tune with best interest for your health, right? Somebody that's truly listening rather than somebody that's just moving their mouth. Uh, about how good they are or how many credentials they have or, you know, everything like that, you know, and um, if, if, if you just take that as a red flag, somebody that's not letting you talk or not listening to what you're trying to tell them, then move on from that person, you know, because there are people out there that are willing to listen and take the time and, and, and do a program specifically for you uh, rather than, than the cookie cutter uh, quick loss program, you know what I mean? Or or strength gains program. That's are
1: there, are there uh, certifications that would give you an idea that it's maybe more likely that someone will be able to help you? I mean, are, there, are they called different things?
2: They are, yeah. So let's say um, in the personal training world, you, you know, physical therapist or doc, obviously, that you, you got to go to school. You know, right now, uh, all kids graduating now are doctors or physical therapists. So they, they've been in school for, you know, they've been training for, this for about seven years, right, or, or eight years. But you also want to that just like with trainers or doctors there's different types so if you have a personal trainer has who 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 only treats athletes and they're always at a high level um, um, let's say program right or programming, and then you're like in your sixties and you just want to get into shape, you know they might not have that much experience with working with a six year old they're going to try to modify things, but they'll throw all sorts of high level things at you because that's all they know so um that's one thing but when it comes to certifications the the um that the cscs what i have or um they had you have to have a bachelor's um whereas most other ones you can i mean there's so many out there you can go to a weekend course and say you're 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 certified you know or um same thing with crossfit like crossfit you know you go to weekend and then you become a level one coach you know and it doesn't mean that you have that knowledge. You know what I mean? Just you have to be really careful with interviewing them to, to and and find out from them what it is that they that that they that they like doing, number one, and how they can help you. Number two, um so masterminders certifications, but there's because there's so many out there. But I would just go with um the National Strength and Conditioning Association, which they need a um, bachelor's. Um, obviously I'm biased as as both, right, I'm strength and conditioning, but also a physical therapist. But I always tell anybody to go to a physical therapist that understands movement, you know, you can go to physical therapists that only does like neurological stuff for pediatrics, so they're not going to be the best one. So go to somebody that has a background in training, um, or has done athletics before, or has done some form of fitness um, in order to help you with your fitness goals, but also find a physical therapist that understands movement, We are the movement experts, so I always say, go see a PT first, so that way they can then help guide you with where to go, Um, because, you know, to me, you know, a lot of people trust their doctors, or their trainers, or massage therapists, and there's some that know a lot, but when it comes to the training, I'll say that it's like going to your general practitioner for brain surgery, makes sense, but people don't think of that when it comes to fitness. Uh, or movement they'll just it's just we're all put in the same um you know umbrella makes sense um but really if find know what you, your goals are as far as fitness and then try to seek somebody out that's going to listen to you um not try to sell you something you know if, if they're doing more of the talking then that means um they're not listening to to you and therefore they're not going to know what to do for you specifically because they did all the talking makes sense they, they, they're coming, yeah, well, out, they, wow, they're coming they, right? out yeah they're coming out like oh I know everything I know what to do I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that <laughs> you know and maybe just wanted to learn to square dance you know I don't know you know
1: okay well makes sense so what's the best way for people to find out more about your programs and what you do and if they're local to you I don't know if you're even taking on clients but uh, what's what how can people follow up
2: yeah I'm in the Gainesville area um I'm, upping, I'm changing my website because I'm doing a lot of different things, but they can find me on Facebook um, at Santi Vijamil, or they can find me on uh, Instagram at Santi underscore the underscore physio sensei. And um, that's about it. I mean, really, if anybody has any questions or anything, they can reach out to me on Facebook, whether it's uh, health advice or um, fitness advice, um, I'm willing to help them out.
1: So Diego, that's great. Thanks for coming. I really appreciate
2: it. Awesome, man. I appreciate you.